I don't understand I understand anger, but I don't understand people who I don't understand that people are angry all the time. Right, so right, so I would say that so when people are angry all the time, so the question is you have a negative connotation about the word anger. No, I don't. Oh. I think if I'm angry it's okay. Okay. But I don't think I don't have that much anger. Sort of maybe I just let it float over me. You know, I just Yeah, and and it all depends on what the what the cause of the anger is. Right. It's usually Okay, so maybe that's not that big of a deal. So the point, and the, you know, in situations like that, if somebody upsets us and, oh, I'm angry because somebody did something to upset me, it may not even be what they did that upsets you. And that's where th- uh, therapy can be really helpful is because, well, this person did A and now I'm upset. Yeah, maybe that's why you're upset. Or maybe they just triggered something and you're really upset about something else or this is a long pattern and your anger isn't, oh, I need them to change. It's more usually I need to communicate in a healthier way about whatever it is they're doing. And it's not only that, it's, it's, it's not even that. It's more I need to communicate it up in a healthier way about this issue that I have that is being triggered by this person doing something. But how do I know I have a thing that's triggered? That's well. That's what you clear up in therapy. Is I I can tell you what what's going on, what you're doing. I know for a fact. It's not just you. I don't. I don't mean you in particular. I mean you know the royal everybody. Me too. This is what we all do. We repress healthy anger with anxiety, and we feel isolated as a result of that. And with isolation comes shame. That's when people talk about shame, like it's some fundamental thing. It's not. It's really feeling isolated as a result of mismanaging your emotions. And then as a result of that, you experience whatever the symptom is. And so it sounds like what you're doing and and what I do too, and it's healthy to do in some situations because, you know, like some lady at the mall does something and it upsets you, you know, you just... Okay, well, if I'm just in general. In general, that something like that can happen, right? That's not even the issue. And then that's like a good coping mechanism. That's where coping skills come in, except when the symptoms become too much, they become too aggravated, then the coping, the coping skills don't work. And then you need to say, okay, well, what exactly am I angry about? I know you're not angry about the lady at the mall, as an example. I, I know you're not angry about her taking your parking spot. Right, I can guarantee you that. Like it seems that way in the moment, and maybe that needs to be addressed in some respect. But yeah, that kind of thing doesn't bother me. I guess, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because because you're living in America in the year that it is. That's what your issue is. Of course, that's what we all do. Yeah, and by backing down, I would say you know I. We're not going to go through specific examples, but at least somewhere in there, you are repressing healthy anger. Like if somebody crosses a line or, you know, steps on your boundary and it's really easy to say, oh, it's no big deal. Or yeah, you say it to yourself. You don't even say it to them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't say it to, right. Yeah. yeah saying to them would be a huge step forward. So you just say it to yourself. Yeah. That's what we do in America right now. That That's what everybody does. And I think there's always been some iteration of this, you know, like we were just talking about. The ancient Greeks. The ancient Greeks did that for 
150 years plus with the rise of Stoicism, oh, Rome wants to come in and take over. Oh, it's fine. You can have that. Oh, it's no big deal. Oh, what you know, whatever, until you're just swallowed up by the Roman Empire. Right. It happens in the downfall of every civilization. I think that's, I don't know if it's causing a downfall of American Empire, but it's at least a symptom of it. Well, what's the downfall of Romans? Downfall of the Roman Empire? You just look at what's going on in America. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the same thing. Right. Yeah, bloated welfare state uh, and plus empire building. And mm -hmm. you just inherently become weaker. Mm -hmm. Empires can grow, but when you try to grow to the extent that America has, and I'm not even talking about, I mean, really in the last 100 years, 150 years, Plus, you know, bloated welfare state. I'm not even talking about social welfare. It's more co corporate welfare, which is what it was in, in Roman times, too. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about psychological issues. I mean, the point is, in most therapy, people take the symptom as the starting point. And I say, no, that's the end point. Your procrastination is not the issue. Does, I mean, does that make sense? Well, your, your drinking problem is not the issue. Like, you don't cure a drinking problem by simply drinking less. If you can do that, then by definition, it's not a drinking problem. Okay, I have a drinking problem. How do I, what, what's the problem? Okay, so, we'll okay, so if you have a drinking problem, you look at what are the steps, what are the emotional steps that lead to the drinking problem? Mm -hmm. Well, first I would say just try to stop. Maybe you could just stop on your own. In that case, you don't need therapy. Not everybody needs therapy. Mm -hmm. If somebody, I would never try to convince somebody that they need therapy if they're not really sold on it. But if you've tried that, and most people have a drinking problem, they've probably been trying for years, maybe decades, and they just think it's hopeless. I would say, okay, let's figure out how specifically in your situation, in your life, how your repression using your anxiety to repress your healthy anger, let's look at exactly how that happens for you in most of the times when... So I say, my parents got divorced. And is, that, is that what happened? That's not... It's, it's, when, when it's like an issue of parents getting divorced, it's usually not the issue either. It's what happens after the divorce. How is that handled? I mean, in my experience working with divorce, it's... Uh, yeah, my parents got divorced, and then my mom started to manipulate my dad, and then I had to go live with my mom. And then she talked, she said all these bad things about my dad when he wasn't in the room. And then I went to my dad, and he said all these bad things about my mom. So is, was it really the, the divorce? The divorce is the thing that inevitably happened, but it was clearly this poor communication between your mom and your dad. That was probably going on way before you, you were even born. So the divorce is just, again, it's just a symptom of a deeper thing going on. It's not the, the divorce. Divorces can be healthy for families. It, it happens. Now, usually the families don't handle divorce very well. So we think, oh, the divorce is the problem. It's not. Well, I mean, just for me alone, I went to therapy uh, within the last two years. Okay. Right, so in therapy, you would go in, I don't know, what this therapy was like but in therapy you go in and say okay again the issue with this running group that you had where there was meanness and sounds like gossipy behavior which yeah <laughs> i 
I'm, I'm, uh, see, now I'm repressing my need to say something sexist. Unfair. Now, so you, you go in and say, okay, now this isn't the problem. This is a manifestation of probably something that's been going on. If it really affects you, I don't know if this really does, but if it does really affect you, then I can guarantee it is a manifestation of something that's been happening for a really long time in your life. And this is just the most recent iteration of it. So now you, now you go in and try to figure out, okay, exactly where in your specific case were you repressing anger, repressing your healthy, you would maybe even say God-given anger, God-given right to feel angry. You were repressing that for the sake of, I don't know, for the sake of something, there was some, all, some ultimate payoff and you would look at exactly how that behavior was contributing to the situation. Wow. And, and, and that's your therapy, and you'll realize that it has almost nothing to do with however mean these people were to you. And, and by the way, these people who are being mean and man manipulative, I guarantee you there's somebody in their life doing that to them tenfold. Yeah. That they're not aware of. I mean, if, if you're but a therapist... That's where they come from. The one girl, yes, where she comes yeah, from. Yeah, so it's, it's just... Uh, <clears throat> right, so you can't help their pattern, but it's just about looking at you and okay how how is my pattern right this long line let's do a an anamnesis as Jung would say like let's just write down the facts of your life and the emotions about your facts and just look at how this is not you know some uh, some special occasion of, of this running group it's it's, I get it. And, and until you fix this, you're going to find another running group that does the same thing or, right. or whatever. I mean, you, you will keep finding yourself in, in these situations. You know course. what I, I know about me since then? Well, yeah. I, I mean, you know, there's uh, the cause and then there's your contribution to it. Right. And those are two different things. And, the, and, the, and that, that's the di most difficult thing to distinguish is the difference between fault and responsibility. And, and like what Anne would be. Well, it's, well, it's not complaining. It's just, can you say the facts of your childhood as you remember them? It doesn't need to be objective. It's not going to be objective. It's just impossible that we don't have good memories. But it doesn't matter, right? This is not a, the court of law. We're not, we're not putting anybody's parents on trial. We're just talking about your experience. Because your experience, however subjective it is, it's coming up right now and whatever, whatever dysfunction you experience. With the, with the running group? W with the running group or, or any other problem, procrastination, um, you know, too many video games. I know that's not your problem, but if you were a young man in this uh, milieu, that would probably be part of your problem. Right. What do you think my problem, I mean, I know. I, 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 told, I told you what your problem is because it's exactly the same as my problem. What is it? You use your anxiety to repress healthy anger, and you feel isolated. And with that sense of isolation comes shame. And then from there, you usually get an unhealthy expression of anger. And then what happens is people think, oh, I'm, I'm expressing anger, and this is causing me problems. So anger is the problem. So then they, then they turn to something like stoicism that tells them to just disconnect from their emotions. It's no big deal. If, you're, if you have an anger issue, just, just change your emotion. Do whatever you can to change your emotion. But that never works because you have to look at, well, how did this start? And unless you fix the fundamental cause, then any, any attempt to change the, the symptom... It's not going to, it, it's, you know, it's just going to be I in vain. I see what you're saying. 
I I would say. If as if you I, see what I'm saying, then my goal here I is know, done. I just want you to. The joke is my anger is to me. Of course, yeah. Oh yeah. And they, I'm that, not that's... angry with the running group. I mean, with me that I didn't... Every, let me, let me uh, spoil this for you. Everybody's anger, the, the thrust of everybody's unhealthy anger is directed towards them. The most, you know, the, the person who's the most belligerent with their anger, who's the most angry with you, the most gossipy towards you, you can't even imagine what they're doing to themselves. And that's in pretty much every situation, unless it's like a, a rare psychopathic kind of situation, but that's extremely rare. I, um... But it was my fault because I didn't set up healthy boundaries. It's not your fault. It's your responsibility. Yes, my responsibility. The issue that you have is not your fault. Like the, the analogy I always give, if somebody rear-ends you and you get whiplash and they flee the scene of the crime and you can't find them, even if you can find them, who has to go in and do the, the rehab? And it's no fair. Yeah. It's not your fault and you have every right to be angry. And if you want to vent that anger, therapy may be a good place to do that. You're not wrong for feeling that anger, but it's just the, the fact of the situation is it's, it's nobody else's responsibility. Nobody else is going to do it. And, and in reality... Like, like even I, if that guy could come in and was willing to do the physical therapy for you, like he was drunk and he went to AA, part of his amends was to do the physical therapy for you, he still couldn't. So... Oh. Well, ultimately, that's any good psychotherapist. When you ask why, why am I this miserable? They'll say because you want to be that miserable. Yeah. You just don't know it because because it's familiar to you. And you want to know something? Thanks for being part of uh, my video, Mom. Wait, were you going to say something? Am I in your video? No. Oh, so no. But I would like to say. You asked me like ten times already. <laughs> You're not being recorded. Nobody sees you. But just just me and my dopey best, face. It, when it was happy, but when you, you mean when you're miserable, you were never happier. No, I'm not miserable. Okay, I, I don't think you understood the point of what I was saying, but that's okay. But, no, Thanks for being part of my video, Mom. I appreciate it. Well, turn it off.